Sparks, man, I thought you knew serving up the best show for you to listen to. Repping Cleveland, the witch, cause we take the cake like the day's a birthday. You got to celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. Let's kick this motherfucker off. Hey, hello. What's going on? It's Sparks. Hopefully you're good, man. It's Thursday. I'm liking it. Tomorrow's Friday. Uh, we used to have interns at my job, and uh, I tried to explain to these interns, you know what Friday is for people that like work in the corporate world? Friday is the last day of school every single week. But little did I know, a global pandemic would hit, and these kids would never go back to school ever. And they actually had the last day of school for the rest of their lives. And uh, they they do not care about Fridays in the workplace because chances are by the time they graduate, I don't know. Will people just be getting paid to live? Maybe. Will they ever go into a workplace ever again? Maybe. I don't know. Who knows what's happening? If you don't know what's going on, I've been uh, podcasting every single day here, trying to make this a daily podcast, and it is awful. It is a hell of a thing. I'm trying my best. So far, we've been doing it, succeeding, so I appreciate you if you enjoy it, telling a friend like, hey man, check out this podcast. It's pretty fun. If you uh, don't, just stay silent or lie. Either way, I appreciate you getting some other people to listen to this thing. As we go through three stories, I'm just taking three top stories that I've seen. Piqued my interest. I'm going to throw them at you because you may have missed it. Let's dive right into it. You got North Korean ghost ships. I saw this headline. I was like, what the fuck are North Korean ghost ships? I couldn't believe it. Apparently, these North Koreans need to feed their people. And I didn't know North Korea was feeding people based on the news. I thought they were just a horrible dictatorship letting their own people die, which apparently they still are. But these ghost ships are washing ashore in Japan. There's like 150 of them last year alone. These abandoned vessels with skeletons on board. It's terrifying. And what's happening is you got China you know, they got to feed a lot of people in China. So what do they do? They start fishing up in North Korean waters, forcing these smaller North Korean ships to go out even farther. They kind of get lost at sea. They float over to Japan. Majority of the time, they're dead, which is awful. I mean, that's, I mean, tragic. At the same time, some of them are alive. They, they find them alive here in Japan. They're like, dude. You did it. You escaped. And they're like, no, 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 no. Send me back to North Korea. And like, it blows my mind why you would want to go back to North Korea. Like, okay, so if ghost ships are a thing that happens, then they have to assume that you're dead, right? They don't care that. They're like, go get some squid. And if you don't come back, well, oh, well. It's like, I, I don't understand. Have you ever seen a documentary about North Korea? I've watched a couple of them. They're always in Pyongyang, which is the capital. It is the gloomiest place I've ever seen in my life. It's it's not just depressing. It's like overcast and also depressing. And I grew up on the east side of Cleveland, which is like that all the time. And you watch Pyongyang and it is sad, dude. It's awful. The faces on the North Korean people 
It's uh, it's terrifying. It's there's only two two kinds of expressions on the faces of North Koreans. It's either like totally bought in, you know, it's like a, a your friend that has joined a cult or started selling herbal life. They're like, it's great. I love it. Everything is perfect here. You know what I mean? They're like, oh no, stay away from these people. And then you find the other person standing next to them. They're like in the sunken place. I feel the North Korean experience has really benefited me. Really, they're like blinking in Morse code to get me the fuck out of here. Like that's the only two people in North Korea. And I feel like the majority are the latter. So why would you want to be sent back to North Korea? That's the question I have. I read up on North Korea because it's fascinating. And I know they're like, oh, well, well, they'll threaten the families if from these people that try to escape. I'm like, yeah, because they know they tried. I would like dive into a tuna and set me into the ocean so I can escape North Korea. And these dudes wash ashore Japan, which is like one of the coolest countries on planet Earth. And they're like, send me back. That's like getting first round drafted into the NFL. And you're like, no, 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 bro. XFL is the one for me. (laughs) What are you doing? You made it. Obviously, your companions on the ship, they died and now they're skeletons. And uh, trust me, that is horrifying. I'm not denying that it's horrifying. That is awful. But if you went through that awful experience, you might as well reap the benefits of it. Just be like, hey, man. Japan, don't send me back. Just say I died. Let me live here. Put me in, like, you know, witness protection. I don't know what that is in Japan. It's like, uh, paint me up as a geisha. Put me in a Pikachu outfit. Something. Hide me. Come on. Or take a boat to South Korea. Don't they take people that have escaped North Korea? You're already out. That seems like the easiest way to do it. Rather than be shot at by guards as you're trying to escape. You know what I mean? A lot of these people have worms in them when they get uh, finally seen by a doctor for the first time in their life. It's awful. It's really, really awful. So these people that wash ashore, come on, enjoy it. Reap the benefit. You escaped. Story number two, this brought me, I saw this, (laughs) this, uh, dude, it's unreal. You go from people with like actual problems like North Korea. By the way, hashtag Kim Jong-un is dead. You have the actual people or people with actual problems in North Korea. And then you have people in other countries that have like hilarious superficial problems. And this is one of them because this bridesmaid, the article I read said that this was coming off of Reddit. And I think it's the subreddit like, am I the asshole? Which is always the answer right off the bat is pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you need justification for strangers that you didn't do something wrong, Rather than just knowing you didn't do something wrong, I gotta say, you're probably an asshole. This bride photoshopped a picture of the group of bridesmaids, but she only photoshopped one bridesmaid. (laughs) She didn't touch the other ones. She just photoshopped the ugly one. And the ugly one found out. She's like, look at my wedding photo. It's like on social media. And then (laughs) she's like, what the fuck? What'd you do to my body? (laughs) That's not what I look like. Don't you look better? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, This is one of my favorite stories. But at the same time, there's always one ugly bridesmaid. There is. On the same side of the coin, I'm not even saying on the flip side, on the same side, there's always an ugly groomsman, too. There's just, 
just, there's always an ugly friend. It doesn't matter the group. I'm not just talking about a wedding anymore. In a group of friends, there's always the ugly one. And I know that because I'm the ugly one in the group of friends. Like, I know, I already know it, dude. I got it. I'm friends with a bunch of freaks and rejects, and that's, and trust me, and I'm the ugly one. I know my role here. I understand where I fit in in the groom, in the uh, groomsmen, in the friend space, because I was a groomsman at a wedding. We went to a wedding. The wedding was on the beach. We were all wearing the same clothes. And as I'm standing there on the beach, I realize I feel like a fucking giant. I am looming over the rest of the wedding party. Groom, groomsman, bride, bridesmaid. The captain of the love boat was doing the I do's and everything. I don't know what was going on, but I felt like a fucking giant, man. We're sitting there in flip-flops. Everyone's got like nice leather sandals on. I wore my Quicksilver ones because I'm not comfortable wearing uh, flip-flops in public. Because I know how gross my feet are. <laughs> it's like, you know how bad it is? We were like, dude, my feet should never be seen by other humans. That's my take on flip-flops. I don't wear flip-flops out in public because my toes are disgusting constantly. I, I try, Dude, I didn't know how to properly cut my toes until I was about, I think, 20, my toenails. Uh, until I was about 22 years old, I used to grow up, I had constantly uh, had the problems with ingrown toenails all the time, to the point where they would bleed, and I went to the doctor one time, and I know it sounds like I'm back in North Korea story, but I'm not, this is an actual story that happened to me, the doctor ripped my toenails off, and then cauterized them so my toenails wouldn't grow back, that's how bad my, my toenails were. Obviously, botched it because my toenails grew back and I got more ingrown toenails. I used to have uh, bloody socks all the time. I used to be a catcher in baseball, so I would squat down and I'd had cleats on and they would pinch my toes. I'd have bloody socks all like all the time. Yeah, dude. You know how embarrassing it was going over a friend's house and I had to take off my shoes and I had bloody socks and my friends were like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong? Do you have a club foot? Why are you bleeding all over my carpet? Why is it leaking through your golden toe? So I've always like had to cut my toenails a certain way so I don't get ingrown toenails. It's disgusting. That's just my feet. We're starting at the bottom. I haven't even gotten up to my face yet. They're taking photos. I look like that giant from the movie Big Fish. What is wrong with me? I, I feel like I'm, I'm some sort of freak. I don't know, man. So I'm the ugly one in my group of friends. I think the bride did a horrible thing, but I also think the bridesmaid should just chill the fuck out, especially if you look better. You know, all these people are like on the front cover of magazines. And they're like, you shouldn't airbrush. You shouldn't do this. It's like, fuck. Yes. Airbrush me. Make me gorgeous, please. I'm sick of people thinking like, oh, God, if I was on the cover of a magazine, it would just be me without any flaw. No, it wouldn't. You're a goddamn liar. You would be like, please make me look perfect. I'm on the cover of a magazine. Millions of people are going to witness. Photoshop the living fuck. You know what? Just put someone else's bot. Just write my name on there and then put another person's picture. That's fine. I'm fine with that. 
And that's coming from a real ugly person. That's the picture you want floating around on the internet. That's the one you want other people to see. You don't want people to see the real you. I've been on uh, uh, these apps before, these dating apps, and these people, it's like, Jesus Christ, could you show any less of your face? It's like everyone is, are you hiding? Are you taking it in a closet? Am I looking through the sliver of a plantation shutter? I don't understand what's going on here. I don't know who took your photo, but it looks like they were spying through the blinds. Are you trying to date someone or gather intel? I'm not sure what's going on here, but that's how people are taking photos because they don't want you to see their body. This lady did you a favor, bridesmaid. And the third story that I saw, which I, I, look, we, we knew it was coming because we saw all his training videos and we saw all the fight stuff popping up, but Mike Tyson coming back to the ring. He's going to be fighting Roy Jones Jr. Mike Tyson is 54 years old. Roy Jones Jr. is 51 years old. Uh, Mike, Mike Tyson signed the contract to fight him while smoking a joint. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Tyson owns like this huge he, he lives here in Vegas he uh he owns like this huge like weed farm plant not not plant uh what is it called it's not dispensary what am I talking about it's like uh dude he plans to build a, a 400 acre ranch that's what it is a ranch he's trying to think of what it's called when you grow weed he's growing to grow weed 400 acres dude he's making bank off weed right now and I got to meet him one time. I did meet Mike Tyson. I got to interview him. And I said, you know, who do you think would win in a fight? Me with six months of professional training or you with no arms? And Mike Tyson, and I'm sitting right next to him on a couch, dude. Like, I mean, it, it's pretty much the worst way to interview someone, but I'm sitting side by side. It's like we're sharing the same side of the booth. And, I, and I'm like, maybe seven inches away from his face. That's how close we are. And he goes, uh, who would you win in a fight? Me with six months of training or you with no arms? And he, he goes, me with no arms. <laughs> I'm like, why? He goes, because I'd still be able to bite you to death. And you know what? He was not joking. <laughs> it was the most, most terrifying moment of my life. And this is Mike Tyson, dude, was the most docile. Like, you could tell they tranquilized this dude before he was doing interviews. And I was still terrified. His thighs were the size of my body. And I'm not exaggerating. His thighs were massive. I should put up the, uh, you know what? I'm going to put the photo up of Mike Tyson and, uh, and Greg. Myself, Greg, and Mike Tyson sitting on a couch. And it's great because we're all wearing the ugliest shirts of all time. But uh, we're sitting there on the couch, and I was like, you could see, I'm, I'm terrified in this photo. So it's pretty amazing he's going to be getting back in the ring, but I'll be honest, I don't like it. I think he's too old. 54 for boxing is like a recipe for brain damage, especially on a professional level, man. And it's Mike Tyson. It's not like just some hack. You know what I mean? I know you guys still got it a little bit, but at the same time, you're getting soft. You're 54 years old. Have you seen what he looks like lately? I, I mean, look, to be honest, like I said, both these guys could kill me in a second. 
but it looks like they should be fighting osteoporosis instead of each other. Like Mike Tyson has this big gray beard now. He looks like Thor's dad, not a professional boxer. I, I don't understand, and I really don't like the fact that this is going to encourage other older boxers to come out of retirement and start fighting. It's like the retirement home for boxers. Like they're going to be like, they're going to call it the old folks dome. They're going to put them in there. They're going to literally wheel them in, tip over the wheelchair, and just roll out George Foreman the first and just let these guys fight it out before splitting a bowl of soup. Like, I don't think it's going to be a healthy precedent set. I will watch it, though. <laughs> I will. I will watch it. I am interested. And I do think uh, Mike Tyson is something to be reckoned with. But then again, you know, when you start getting up into their 50s, I think every year counts. And Roy Jones Jr., he's no hack either. So we'll see. He's 51. Mike Tyson's 54. It's just sad where boxing has ended up because now, you know, we're looking forward to two 50-year-old retirees fight. There you go. That's it for the podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate you telling a friend. I see the numbers every single day. They're going up, which is great. We went from two to three. So if we can make it up to four after today, that'd be awesome. And if you're looking forward to Greg being back on the show, we are doing a five on Friday tomorrow where we are answering your questions. And we will be answering those via... Instagram. So send in a question if you got it. You can always hit me up on Instagram. It's at Sparks Radio. I will mail you a sticker for absolutely no dollars if you DM me your address. Just say, hey, I want a sticker. Here's my address. And then please be patient because I do, I do, I buy the stamps myself and I just mail them out to you, but I'll send you a Sparks Radio sticker for absolutely no dollars. So shout out to, uh, to everyone who's been requesting stickers. Thank you so much. I'll have another batch going out this weekend. All right, five on Friday with Greg tomorrow. Rate and review the podcast. Tell a friend about it and then hit me up on, on Instagram. And if you want to see that picture of myself and Greg sitting next to Mike Tyson, I'll put that up here in a second. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.